0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast. Good edition. morning, Fair and 27 at the KVOM Studios. Today is Tuesday, the 19th of December, 2023. Rich Mullers with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll see clouds move in throughout the day today with a high right around 50. Overnight, mostly cloudy in 31. Sunny Wednesday, high 57. Wednesday night, clouds in 34. Thursday, cloudy in 58. As a chance of rain moves in Thursday after midnight, we'll have mostly cloudy skies and a low of 43. Friday, there's a 40% chance of showers, high of 58, and we've got rain in the forecast for the remainder of our seven-day outlook, so that means, yes, looks like it's going to rain on Christmas Eve for sure, and there's a slight chance on Christmas Day. Right now, fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations this Tuesday morning to our employee of the day, Julia Summers at Hagen's Dodge. One obituary announcement this morning, Sharon Ann Talley, age 61 of Bigelow, died on Thursday, December 14th. She was a member of Stony Point Baptist Church and is survived by her son, Jerry Lewis Strassel, lifelong partner Lewis Strassel, brothers Junior Sam Talley, Ricky Talley, and Carl Talley, and her sister Joyce Boswell, among other family and friends. A celebration of life service for Sharon and Tally will be announced at a later date to be held at Stony Point Baptist Church and arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 732, let's turn to news this morning. The Conway County Quorum Court has agreed to appoint Carl Berkner to fill the unexpired term of the county treasurer. The court held a special meeting Monday to review applications for the position and following a relatively brief executive session, unanimously voted to appoint the longtime state legislative auditor to the position. A formal resolution approving the appointment of Berkner will be part of the court's regular meeting agenda on Thursday. The vacancy in the Office of County Treasurer comes upon the retirement of Treasurer Wayne DeSalvo, effective January 1st. The term expires December 31st of 2026, and Berkner will not be eligible to run for election to the position at that time. Following the special meeting of the full court, A joint meeting of the Budget and Finance and Personnel and Governmental Committees was held, at which several matters pertaining to the County's 2024 operating budget were discussed. Funding for the County Fire Department and the possibility of adding the position of County Fire Chief was discussed, along with employee salaries. Among the recommendations the Budget and Finance Committee will make to the full court for approval Thursday is a Christmas bonus of $1,400 for all full-time employees and $700 for all part time employees, and the request from County Judge Jimmy Hart to increase the salary of the county's emergency management and 911 director from $48,000 to $60,000. A 3% raise for all county employees will also be part of the 2024 budget, which justices of the peace will be asked to vote on during Thursday's regular meeting. The Arkansas Department of Transportation has released a traffic management plan in preparation for much of the state being in the path of totality during the Great American Total Solar Eclipse on April 8th of 2024. The TMP includes traffic forecasting data, traffic reduction strategies, traffic flow enhancements, as well as information about RDOT's Traffic Management Center and Communications Division. RDOT used data from states that were in the path of the 2017 Total Solar Eclipse, along with state park reservation data for the upcoming eclipse to help anticipate travel patterns and peak travel dates and times. With this data, RDOT was able to identify locations where high or extreme traffic volumes are expected immediately following the eclipse. The major highways in and around Conway County are expected to have very high traffic volume. RDOT will be coordinating with other agencies and officials at the state, county, and local levels before, during, and after the eclipse to ensure consistent messaging and communication is provided to citizens and visitors. The traffic management plan serves as a living document that may be updated and edited as needed. 7.35, fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. Today's high 50 with clouds increasing. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in a moment.
1: Welcome home to Hometown Banking, Petty Jean State Bank.
0: Loans done
2: quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated.
1: Jean
0: State Bank. Right in town and always in touch member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's approaching 737. It is fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. The Conway County Care Center has officially wrapped up its annual Harvest of Hope food drive. Thrift store manager Cindy Lucarello says local individuals, businesses, churches, and groups donated around 13,000 food items and enough cash during the two-month community-wide collection effort to supply food for the center's pantry for the months of October, November, and December.
1: Conway County showed up big time this year, and we are very appreciative of all the friends of the Conway County Care Center.
0: Luccarella says the donations from Harvest of Hope are vital to ensure that everyone in Conway County gets the food they need during the holidays. But there's always a need for more food in Conway County.
1: We are making well over 400 boxes a month and serving almost 400 families a month. So that it it goes very quickly.
0: The Conway County Care Center will operate on normal hours this week, but will be closed all next week for the Christmas holiday. Food service industry managers and employees from Conway, Pope, and Yale counties are invited to take part in an upcoming Serve Safe Food Manager certification course hosted by the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. The two day training course will take place January 24th and 25th at the Morrilton Area Chamber of Commerce in downtown Marlton. Serve ServeSafe has been the industry standard since 1919 in training millions of people how to receive, store, prepare, and serve food safely. Conway County's family and consumer science agent Shannon Autry explains the training is important because the Arkansas Department of Health now requires each food service establishment. To have at least one supervisory employee who has certified food manager training on location during operating hours.
1: It covers a lot of material, so we're, we're going to try to get those books in people's hands ahead of time so they can start reading and getting prepared for that. And if there is a cost, it's $140, and that's the book fee, the exam fee, everything. If you need that, know of somebody that needs that, because that's going to apply to restaurant owners, childcare facilities, healthcare. facilities facilities anywhere um convenience stores anywhere that serves food is required to have someone on staff that is serve safe certified
0: participants will be required to pass an exam following the course in order to receive the serve safe food manager certification which autry says is good for 5 years
1: we're also doing retesting because we we've made it to the point where some folks um, have been certified for that five-year mark and it's time to renew. So if you need to retest, then we're also doing the retest as well. And you can either come to the course as a refresher or you can just do the um, testing. And if you just do the test, that's $60 and will be held at the same time that second half of the day on the 25th.
0: All participants must pre-register for the course by January 12th. You can email sautry at uada.edu or call 501-977-2146 for more information. The South Conway County School District is one of 16 school districts in the state of Arkansas to be recognized with the Arkansas Purple Star School District Award. All five schools in the district have been named as Arkansas Purple Star Schools as well. The Purple Star School District Award recognizes schools and school districts that show a major commitment to serving students and families connected to the nation's armed forces. The Arkansas Purple Star School Program is operated by the Arkansas Council for Military Children in cooperation with the Arkansas Department of Education. The South Conway County School District says it is committed to serving its scholars with family members serving in our nation's armed forces. Approaching 741, let's check markets with Kirsten Craddy of Edward Jones in downtown Moralton.
3: On Wall Street, stocks closed modestly higher on Monday in what was a quiet day of trading. This follows last week's gain that extended the S&P 500's weekly win streak to 7. There were no major headline drivers, but the path of least resistance appears to still be higher for stocks as the year winds down, with both equities and bonds benefiting from helpful inflation and economic data in recent weeks, accomplished by more flexible a more flexible tone from the Fed. Communication services and the consumer sectors, both discretionary and staples, were the biggest gainers, with all sectors trading higher except for utilities and real estate. Interest rates were ticked slightly higher, though the 10-year Treasury yield remains below 4% and is near its lowest since July. The Dow closed at 37306 and was up 86 points. NASDAQ closed at 14904 and was up 90 points. Volume was heavy as 1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. AT&T was down 6 cents at $16.46. Bank of America was down 17 cents at $33.43. Deering Company was down $3.31 at $382.76. Entergy Corporation was up 65 cents at $101.53. Under Armour was up 40 cents at $8.59. Simmons Bank was up 17 cents at $19.54. Regents Financial was down $0.40 at $19.13. Southwestern Energy was up $0.13 at $6.42. Tyson's Food was down $0.10 at $51.71. Walmart was up $2.23 at $154.97. Live Ramp was up $0.33 at $35.38. Interpublic Group was down $0.15 at $32.70. NextEra Energy was down $0.50 at $61 even. Natural Gas was up $0.21 at $2.51. Precious Metals were mixed today, with Gold being up $5.10 at $2,040.80, and Silver was down $0.05 at $24.10. I'm Kirsten Craddy, with... Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, downtown Marlton.
0: On our community calendar, want to remind you that a portion of Highway 92 east of Center Ridge remains closed until further notice for a bridge repair project. The Marlton City Council Wastewater Committee meets this morning at 10 at City Hall. The Marlton Area Chamber of Commerce will hold a ribbon cutting for the grand opening of Highway 9 Coffee Express at 890 Highway 9 South in Marlton, Wednesday morning at 10. The Wonderview School Board meets Wednesday at five in the boardroom. The CHI Saint Vincent Morrelton Auxiliary is holding a drawing for a Christmas basket, with items worth over four hundred dollars, and a crocheted afghan and jean meets gift box. Tickets are a dollar each or six for five dollars. They're available from any auxiliary member or at the hospital front desk or gift shop. The drawing will be held Thursday. All proceeds support ongoing hospital improvement projects. The next Eclipse Resource Sharing Meeting for the Hotels and Restaurants Committee will be Thursday morning at 9 at the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce. The complete meeting schedule can be found online at arkeclipse.com. The Nemo Vista School Board meets Thursday at 5.30 p.m. And the Plumerville Lodge of Freemasons will meet Thursday night at 7. Well, we hope by now you've taken time to download the all-new EAB Media app. That replaces the KVOM app, and it actually will give you access to all of EA Media's radio stations, their newspaper, and other facilities across the state. It's your favorite EAB radio station, high school sports audio, video streams, podcasts, all in one place, the new EAB Media app. It's also one of the places where you can listen to the podcast of this NewsWatch. It's published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 7.45, fair and 27 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, a visit with Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues.
1: Patty Jean, stay back. Right in
0: town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. KVOM's News Watch, Chris Sports.
2: I'm Eric Tyler. Marlton's senior high basketball teams will get one more conference game in before the Christmas break. We'll make the long drive to Mena tonight to take on the Bearcats. Both Marlton teams are undefeated in the 4A4 conference. The action starts with green varsity game at 5 p.m., followed by varsity girls and boys. We'll have the broadcast of the two varsity games for you live on 101.7 KVOM online at kvom.com and on the EAB Media app starting around 6 o'clock. Nemo Vista is scheduled to play non-conference games tonight. At rural Special, Junior girls play at 5pm followed by senior girls and senior boys. Junior Ethan Kelly scored 26 points one lead Wonderview's senior boys basketball team to a 70-51 to victory over Abundant Life in a non-conference game on the road last night freshman Caleb Stoball had 15 points, and Junior Rowdy Warren put in 14 for the Daredevils and won their sixth straight game to improve their record to 15-6. Lady Daredevils beat the Lady Owls to improve their record to 14-5. One of you won the Junior Boys game 48-35, behind 13 points from Carter Wilson. One of you scheduled games against St. Joseph tonight have been postponed until January 29th. The second Arkansas Sports Media High School basketball poll of the season was released Monday, and Marlton's boys have moved into the top five in Class 4A. Devil Oaks are ranked number four this week. Farmington remains at number one, followed by Little Rock Christian and Pulaski Academy. Subiaco Academy is ranked fifth. Bigelow's boys, the defending Class 2A state champions, are ranked number one in Class 2A. In the girls' poll, Marlton ranked sixth in Class 4A defending state champion Farmington, the unanimous number one team in that classification, and Genkree, Brooklyn, Star City, and Nashville rounding out the top five. Wonderview is ranked sixth in Class 1A girls, defending state champion Mammoth Springs is ranked number one and followed in the top five by North Fork, Mark Tree, Concord, and Bradley. Former Wonderview standout Caleb Squire scored a game-high 26 points to lead the Hendricks College men's team to an 83-72 victory over Williams Baptist College on Tuesday night in Walnut Ridge, Squires was six of eight from a three-point range and had three assists in the win for the Warriors. Approaching 7:49 now on KVOM. Take a look at weather current conditions in Worrellton. Humidity is at 100 percent with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.38 inches. Low temperature this morning 25 degrees. High yesterday was 56. A year ago today, the low was 33. The high was 47. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, still 54.54 inches. Sunset this afternoon, 5.01. Sunrise tomorrow morning, 7.15. And forecast calls for increasing clouds today with, an, with a high near 50 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight, low around 31. Partly sunny day tomorrow, high near 57. Upper 50s on Thursday. And then will chance of rain 30 to 40% starting Thursday night. And then increasing actually as a move uh, through the weekend towards Christmas Day. So uh, rain uh, possible, probably likely, at least Christmas Eve, and then into Christmas Day. But definitely not a white Christmas. Looks like high in the mid 60s actually on Christmas Day. Right now, fair skies, 27 degrees in Marlton, 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment.
1: Patty
3: Jean State Bank. Right
0: in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is
2: 7.53 now on KVON. We're going on the phone for a close-up interview this morning by Marlton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. Good morning to you, Mayor. How are you?
4: Good morning, Eric. How you
2: doing? Doing well. Doing well. Getting ready for the holidays here. It's uh, coming up upon us uh, pretty quickly, I guess, we can start there. City offices uh, will be closed a few days, of course, for for Christmas. Is that right?
4: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All right. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next Christmas. Week. Okay. And then Monday for New Year's.
2: Okay, New Year's Day only. All right. So get uh, get your business done this week, or wait till late uh, late next week if you have business with the with the city there. Mayor, we want to talk about uh, Room Twenty Nine? Well, Room 2911. You posted about them the the other day. I know they're near and dear to your heart, and they've kind of been, I guess, a little more under the radar here uh, last couple of years, but still a very valuable service for the community. And they certainly could could use a little help, I guess.
4: Yes, Room 2911 is an organization that helps foster parents. You know, here are just getting started with with bedding or clothing or items like that they may not have if they start to take on a foster kid or get a relative brought to their house and um, 2018 uh, they had a big concert and raised a bunch of money and they've just been kind of living off of that off of those funds and those have kind of been used up and michelle mallet who is also a probation officer is kind of in charge of that and michelle wears many hats and, and her plate is full and so uh, I got word about this, and this, you know, they when we got custody of our five grandkids over almost five years ago, they helped us get started, and so it's very close to me. And uh, I take a lot of stuff to the house, you know, when our kids get tired of gifts or clothing, we take it there. And so um, I put out a post that they need help, and I hope, and I know some people that have already started Century League got a hold of them and asked that they write a letter that, that that's something they could help with i know uh, some private donations are coming in and that's what we are we're a generous community we step up to the plate and we help those people that need help that's what we do that's what makes us a great community i say that every day we're a great community it's things like this that bring us together helping people that need a little help that's what makes us great yep. and i hope that people will answer that call i know it's christmas so we're all spending a little extra money but if you find a little extra money, please help this organization. Uh, their cupboard is getting pretty bare. I was there this past weekend. That's kind of what made me call and find out that the that the room that they store stuff in is, is pretty empty. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's still there's still foster there's still kids going into foster care every day. You know, there's like 80 kids in Conway County in foster care. But they're not in Conway County. They have to go off because there's not enough houses here to take care of them. Yep. That takes them away from their friends. That takes them away from their family. That takes them away from their church. That takes them away from our school. Yep. Our school loses money when those kids are not there. You know, it's just it's sad that, that we don't step up to take care of these kids more, and they have to go out of, out of our county to be taken care of.
2: Absolutely. And that is very... Uh Valuable organization and service for the community to uh, do everything we can to support them because they do uh, such a good stuff uh, for 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 the foster foster kids certainly. All right, Mayor, uh, we're wrapping up 2023. Any kind of highlights or anything you wanted to want to bring up uh, that that <coughs> happened in the city this past year?
4: Well, number one, our sales tax dollars keep growing. They're they're almost to the three hundred thousand dollar mark. This, this month when we get our sales tax this week it probably will
2: yeah. with that
4: being said we've also we've spent a lot of money we've invested a lot of money in this town this year we bought a fire truck we've had to invest a lot in parking wreck as you see right now we're finishing up the sidewalk project for the Holyfield place yeah. I hope in the, next, in the next 30 days or so the, the uh, cover for the stage will be coming in or, or soon be erected there and that project will be coming to an end that's all been done with, with private donations and the help of the CCDC, which is gonna be a great addition to downtown. You know, our children's library, we're kind of we're kind of on a slowdown because the guy that was helping me out got sick. One of the architect, one of the engineers died. So we're trying to figure out who's gonna come in and, and fix the wall. We don't wanna do anything on the inside till we get the wall fixed. We've got a couple of contractors interested in that. So hopefully, first of the year, we'll get that project back on track. Okay, good. Um one of the things we've got done, the small project was the restriping out here in front of Arby's and Taco Bell, and I think that that is really helping the flow of traffic better, to see how to get in and how to get out better than just going across the the uh, parking lot there yeah. at Subway.
2: Sure, yep.
4: And uh I've been out here and I've watched it better now that it's really striped, good Um you know, we're, we're looking at how, what we're going to do with soccer. We had a great soccer season. We've toyed with, you know, building on the on the property that we have. Now the idea is to just leave everything at the park and make improvements at the park and only have one location where, we, where we've got less maintenance. And um, I'm warming up to that idea. I'm, we're checking that out. Uh, you know, parking wreck is a big expense. There's a lot of moving parts to parking wreck. And we've done everything that we possibly can do without raising any taxes.
2: Sure.
4: You know, in the 9 years I'll be starting my 10th year January the 1st, and we have not raised any taxes and we've invested close to $19 million. Well, that's it's hard to keep that 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 cycle going and provide quality projects when when projects cost millions of dollars, you know, the sure. price tag on the new soccer field was $1.5 million moving everything and redoing the uh the baseball field maybe turfing them where they where they don't have the wear and tear uh better drainage and then putting new lights in costs millions of dollars so no no matter how we slice that pie up it's going to cost a lot of money sure Yep. and uh we've been able to do this with bond issues and things like that so we don't have to raise taxes on the on the people Yep. and uh you know Someday we may be at a crossroads where we have to do that. I don't know. I'm not saying that we're doing that today, but, you know, to keep the quality of projects and, and, and not do it halfway and, and and provide great quality of life projects like we have, just like the Bowling The Bowling was a quality of life project to keep people at home. To be honest with you, that has not played out financially as well as I want it to and, uh, we don't really know why we're not getting complaints like, you know, for the service, but people are the new kind of wear off and it kind of slowed way down. It's picking back up. But we've got to learn how to live within that budget so we can keep that place open, because that was a that was a big step out for, for a city to do a project like that. Sure. Yep. Uh, of course, you know, 2024, there's a lot of building projects going to go. There's five buildings that are uh, got a contract downtown, which is going to be a huge revitalization. That's much needed, and that only leaves just a few left that, that need to be revitalized. But if you look at Marlton 15 years ago downtown and look what it is today, it's come a long way. Yep, absolutely. And I'm excited, and I'm excited about this project of the of the five buildings that are going to be redone. A corner of uh, Four Farm Road and University has sold. And then uh, the old John Deere place is sold, and um, I think Sierra Taverns have bought that for some expansion there. So, mm-hmm. so the building looks good for twenty twenty four. Murphy gas station is going to be torn down and completely rebuilt first January. So, oh, wow. a lot of lot of projects that you know um, keep a fresh face in our town. You know, Harding is looking as good as it's ever looked. You know, most ever building has been revitalized or, or looking good. Parking lots paved. Uh, then the eclipse is coming.
2: Yeah, that'll I be today
4: this morning that they estimated 1.5 million people coming from out of state. 500 thousand people will be on the move inside the state, going to the blue line areas, and then that means like 700 thousand cars will be moving. That's yeah. a lot of traffic.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
4: As you know, our uh, Office of Emerging Management, our Police Department, Fire Department, City County have all been meeting for over two years to be ready for this. We feel like we're in good shape, but the unknown of how many people will be in our city and county during that week still, you know, has has some issues. Uh, we know, we've heard that, you know, the state police will be reallocated and, and moved to this area. Uh, we're bringing in all of our volunteer firemen for the week to help. All of our cities, all of our employees will be hands on deck that week. And and hopefully, it will be an economic boost to our town that we can do some further projects with. We haven't, we're not budgeting any money for the eclipse profit-wise because we don't, we don't know how much, you know, if it's going to be a lot or little, so we don't want to get all excited about that yet. So what, what comes in, if it's big, then we'll look at some of our needs that we that we have that we can accomplish but hopefully it's going to be a huge economic boost to our town. Uh, yeah, I would
2: imagine sales tax will go up a little bit uh, during that time, certainly. Yes, yeah, so we
4: hope, we, that's what we hope. We yeah. hope so. All right. Sales so. tax continues to grow this year like it has Yeah, and uh, that's because people are, you know, the online sales tax is, is what's really boosting our, our, our uh, people shopping local too. Like, you know, if you go to call buys by washer and dryer and you bring it home in your truck conway gets a sales tax yep. if lowe's or home depot brings it to your house we get the sales tax it's not going and shopping out of town that's the problem today it's how you shop out of town to benefit us the yep. best yep
2: all right At point of delivery important there so yeah all right. Yeah. Well, a lot, uh, a lot of it. We want to happening. wish, yeah. we want
4: to wish our community a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We really have a lot to be thankful for. We're a great community, like I say every day. We're a safe community. We got a lot of great things going on. We got a got a lot of good leadership. We're moving in the right direction. A lot of good things looking forward to 2024. And I just hope everybody has a great holiday. Spend time with their family and friends. Uh, And have a Merry Christmas and a Happy
2: New Year. Yep, same to you. Merry Christmas to you, Mayor. Thank you for joining us once again uh, this morning. We'll catch up with you uh, in, in 2024. Thank you so much.
4: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.